Hey guys, welcome to another episode of NBA Hang Time. I'm your boy T-Ball. Um, obviously here at NBA Hang Time, we're going to be getting you some of the latest news and trades and stuff like that. The deadline was today, so we're going to make sure we get this information to you. And of course, as, as always, I have my boy Mr. Bradstone here. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Ready to talk about this NBA we got going here today. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode. Um... Just kind of want to start it off with funny stuff that I saw um, in the news and on TV, on ESPN stuff. Of course, as always, um, LeVar Ball is always in question. Um, oh my God, this guy, <laughs> I swear he does it for publicity. Well, yeah, he, he probably makes a lot of money off just ranting and raving because, you know, most of the stuff he says is practically ludicrous. And we'll start off with what I saw here. Um, so LeVar Ball, father of Lonzo, he actually was uh, trash-talking Luke Walton, um, saying he's turned Lonzo into a loser. Um, he doesn't want Lonzo going to the New Orleans Pelicans in that AD trade. And since, you know, all those trade rumors of Lonzo have been up in the air with that Anthony Davis trade, he was talking about, I guess LeVar Ball was, he goes, if my son's going to get traded, it's going to be to the Phoenix Suns, which... Why would you want to go there? They're 11-45 and 45 right now. Why would you want to go there? Uh, they're like the second worst team in the NBA. I could see why one thing, and here it is. It's the fact that they have nobody good there, so they think he would be like their franchise guy, maybe get a bunch of money and get all the playing time. He gets to shoot the ball all the time to show off his superior skills. That's never never been big on any of the balls, not even Lamar Ball. Because, for one, he made one of his ludicrous statements, like you say. Said he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one in his prime. Get out of here, man. You know what he said? He said, uh, you know, Luke Walton is a huge problem. He doesn't have a championship system. You, you could have Jeannie Buss pull out her secret time machine, bring back um, Dr. J, Michael Jordan, and Larry Bird all in their primes. And without Lonzo, still wouldn't have a ring. Okay. Okay. He actually quote said, I guarantee the Lakers without Lonzo, them and LeBron James without Lonzo will never win a title. I was like, bro, do you understand your son is averaging 9.9 points per game, 5 like .3 rebounds and 5.4 assists. Um, but you, I, I looked at the rest of the Lakers. Everybody's outscoring him. Well, yeah. Everybody's outdoing him statistically. So how how do you have the audacity to say that without your son, who is contributing the least <laughs> on that team, without that without him on that team, that LeBron James and the Lakers don't win a, a championship? Now I, I don't think they're winning a championship. They're not going I, to, regardless I, if he's there or not. I, yeah, I'm not saying that I think the Lakers are going to win a championship at all. They or they need him at all to do that. I'll, I'm saying that's been day one stuff. They aren't going to win a title. Lonzo Ball makes no difference. Regardless, if he's there or not. (laughs) He's one of the worst in the league right now. Um, He's way overhyped, and that's because of his dad. Um, Could you imagine having the pressure, though, of a dad that's always saying this kind of stupid shit? Like, I bet he didn't even ask him and be like, hey, man, do you think it's cool if I uh, go ahead and, you know, say, without you, this this team's never going to win a championship, even with LeBron James? And he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. No. He's not, I guarantee he's not saying shit to his son. He's going out there making these ludicrous statements. And just looking like a jackass because everything he said since day one, besides the fact that his son's going to the NBA, has been a lie and and it's just not happened. Statements, but look where it landed him. It landed him in one of the biggest teams, right? One of the most popular teams in the world. I don't know what they've seen in, in, in Lonzo Ball at all. The guy has a broke ass shot. He's not a leader. He doesn't even look confident when he freaking plays. 
And no, he's just he's, he's just not good. Like I mean, that tells the stats right there that you just said. Just tells his, his he full story. He doesn't do enough for this high caliber player that he's made out to be by his father. That's Absolutely sure. not. Your son's got to be able to back it up. And you know, getting back to what you're saying, I bet Lonzo Ball isn't too happy about some of the things his dad says. I mean, no. you're trying to live up to everything your dad hypes you up to be, and that's not easy. But yeah, I just thought that was funny that it, you know, his dad was on not only on live national TV but blowing up Twitter with it as well. It's like he's on drugs, man. He's, he's on something. His son is a brand, and that's how he's selling it. He's probably been doing that since day one with all his kids. I mean, look what happened when his kids got caught stealing over in China. <laughs> he fucking erupted on Trump, and was making this huge deal about it like my kids are in jail right now it's like yeah dude but your kids fucked up yeah that's their fault they're grown ass men who are fucking doing stupid shit in a country they shouldn't be doing stupid shit in. because their laws aren't like ours and they will get your ass but let's move on but yeah some of the trades um you know going around the league you know obviously we'll get to the biggest one there at the end yep. I, I figured but you know there's been some pretty big trades kind of going on um some of the ones that stuck out to me is the the bucks acquiring nicola maritok uh from the pelicans uh for jason smith stanley johnson and four second round picks yeah i don't like this that's that's a that's four second round picks. I mean, you you given up two players and four second round picks. That's insane. Well, that's because they're in a three way trade with the Wizards as well, and, and they get 2020 and 2021 second round picks from them, and the Bucks 2020 second round pick. And look, player wise, the Bucks win this trade in my eyes because Miritich he points he averages 29 minutes a game, 16.7 points per game and shooting 45% from field goal and 37% from three-pointers. And just a big guy in scores in general. And you're giving up Jason Smith, who's that? Nobody. You're giving up Stanley Johnson, who's that? Nobody. But I don't like all these second-round picks that the Bucks gave up for that, but yeah, you know, why did it take that many? I mean, I, he's not that great to me. So I was going to ask you who won the trade because I think the Bucks won it in that aspect of a player. I mean, four second-round picks between that, Denver, the Bucks, and the Wizards, too. But still, the Bucks gave up two. Right. I, I would say the Bucks definitely made out on that one as well. It just seems an all-around much better deal. I mean, draft picks. I think can go a lot longer than you know some of these second-hand players that you got over here that you're trading for. Um, I just think they're they're thinking more futuristically than Probably. right now when the Bucks are in a position that they're a playoff contention team. So yeah. and then you have those though just in the second round alone those extra four picks like yeah that, that's definitely gonna help out. So um, some other ones that I saw. You know, Raptors, um, they acquired Marc Gasol from the Grizzlies for, uh, and I can't pronounce this la dude's last name ever, Jonas Valakunas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's close, but they got Dylan Wright and then old-ass CJ Miles. Super um, old. God, I can't believe he's still playing. He get, he's one of those guys that just gets bounced around a lot, um, but they also got a 2024 20, second-round pick in that one as well. 2024? 20, yeah, which was a little ludicrous. And like, right. Like, who's... Five who's, years from now. Yeah, who, who's still this deal? Like, oh, yep, yep, I'll take that. That's a great deal. Yep. Sign like, me up for that one from like, a guy that I don't know what's going to happen well, next We're going to draft this kid that's in eighth grade. Yeah. We got this, uh, this uh, our eyes on this eighth grader. Okay, so I see this uh, Kings deal and get Harrison Barnes in a trade with the Mavs for Zach Randolph which has always been a good player this year he's 37 years old he's scoring four, 15 points a game seven rebounds and uh on 17 per 17 minutes and Justin Jackson not a bad player he's a young guy but uh 
I, I don't like the stat that I got off of him. The other the last five games from that Justin Jackson, he's two for 11 for field goal attempts. Oh, God. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to guess, you know, the Kings kind of got an okay player. Old guy in Zach Randolph, but they got a young guy coming up in Justin Jackson. Maybe he can turn some shit around. But Well, poor Harrison Barnes getting traded in the middle of the game. Like, ended up sitting out, I think, the rest of the fourth quarter and then just he didn't even know. upset like bro like well you get traded in the middle of the game and then you're sitting there playing and you technically don't belong to that team anymore and then you finally hit the bench and someone taps on your shoulder and goes oh hey you just got traded yeah you look up on the big scoretron <laughs> and you see it and you're like you mother and then so i can't blame him for sitting out i would have said i would have just got up and walked away but good for the mavericks uh, they picked up porzingis in the process as well that was pretty big for them yep 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 Oh, God. Uh, Steve Nash and uh, who's the big guy that plays there? Oh, where? Dallas. Oh, uh, uh, Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki, yeah. There was a little report saying he wanted to, you know, get a combination like that together. He definitely looks like he's making the right moves to do it. Um, right. I think, you know, if with Porzingis added there, the Mavericks actually probably have a pretty good shot this year um, at maybe being a playoff contender. Um, take a look at their standings here. Let's see. So they're 11th under the Lakers. They're 25 and 28. They, yeah, they're only a game and a half back on them, though. Right. I mean, they for for a team that's got the players that they do, um, I think 25 and 28 is a pretty horrible uh, record. But <laughs> you know, Raptors getting that Marc Gasol. He's been he's been there. has been a lot of talks with him. He just that's Gasol, uh, Pau Gasol's little brother, isn't it? Yeah, and he's better than Pau Gasol. And he's, he played for the Grizzlies for just so long, and I think he was tired of losing there because they've never done anything, honestly. And they just, he probably just wanted to get the hell out of there and want to get on a better team. And he's getting up there in a little bit more age, but I mean, he's in his 30s, so he's still got a lot of game left. And, kid, and he can ball down low on that block. That's why I like him a lot. He plays all-around great defense as well Yeah. in a league that doesn't exist of defenses. A few here. I mean, there's a big old long list. There's a Bulls trade Jabari Parker, guard, yeah. and Bobby Portis for a 2000 and a 2023 second rounder to the Wizards for Otto Porter Jr. And that guy is a uh, just big old guy, Otto Porter Jr. And uh, he's just a good scorer on the, down on the block as well. And he, he's just really athletic. But I think the the Bull or the Wizards kind of made out on this one. Jabari Parker scoring this year. He's scoring 14 points a game, 6.2 rebounds, and that's every and that's in a 15 minute span. So he's basically scoring a point every minute. Right. And uh, Bobby Portis is uh, shooting 46 percent from the field, 14 points per game, and 7.3 rebounds per game and per 17 minutes. So. Well, there's some news about uh, Kevin Durant uh, 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 as well too. Yeah. Um, there was talks about him going to the Knicks and basically had to come out and was like I have nothing to do with the Knicks like I don't know what's going on uh, Golden State's warrior forward Kevin uh, Durant um, who did not speak publicly with the media for nine days um, did so Wednesday in a heated post-game press conference following teams 141 to 102 win over San Antonio uh, why he when he was asked why he hadn't spoken to the media recently Durant made the following remark he said he doesn't think about that kind of stuff as far as trade rumors, you know, why he hasn't been talking to the media. He's like, y'all can discuss whatever you're going to discuss. He's like, I just don't feel like talking to the media recently. Because, like I said, he was basically asked why he hasn't spoken in a while. Um, he doesn't trust the media. Um, they're asking him about, like I said, the free agency stuff, stuff with the Knicks, all kinds of stuff. And he's just like, he's like, that's y'all's job, you know, to talk about that. He's like, well, I, I got to talk about it. Well, so. regardless, even if he says nothing at all, they're going to make something up. 
And if he does say something, they're going to take it and twist it. That's yeah. what they do in, in sports media. They try to get, you know, they publicity. try to get the stuff in the run with it. I mean, whatever they can get the biggest story out of, that's what they're going to use. Absolutely. So, uh, <clears throat> want to go into the big one? Yeah, so still word up and about AD. So, at first, I thought, you know, he might have a shot with signing with the Bucks, but after they just made a big old bunch of decisions like that, and today being a, tra- a trade deadline... I think it ended at yep, three. It's already ended Eastern. Yep, it's over now, so I haven't heard anything about him getting traded now. So what do you think's going on? Well, the funny thing is, is that they traded for you know Miritich from the actual Pelicans, so that tells me they're not interested in getting them the Bucks. You know, getting AD Anthony Davis. So yeah, what I think's going on is what I said before in our last episode is that I think they're sitting on all these offers, getting all the offers in. Some of the best ones you could ever imagine. They, there were some huge ones for the Lakers that is just now dormant talk. It's just not. You well, know. that's because the Lakers were going to have to clean house if they got him. Well, if that's what you want, you want you want LeBron James and you want AD playing together. That's what you got to do. I would take those two guys and then three other average guys, maybe you know somewhere. That'd be a pretty dominant too. I mean, Anthony you just need another guy. Games. You need a guard somewhere, you know, and try to find them. So I mean, they still have Rajon Rondo. Right, um, he's a decent guy. They still have, what's the McGee? Um, but I think they probably would have had to give up Rondo, maybe too, unless they gave up some picks. But I thought it was just uh, Ingram and those other two guys called Powell and whoever it was last time. But yeah, but I think what's going on along with Lonzo and but you know you got you still got guys who are coming off the bench or in rotation that would still even if you, the house <laughs> clean you, house. <laughs> You would, uh, you'd still have a pretty decent uh, team over there, I would think. I don't think they'd be any closer to winning a championship, by God no, but it would be a huge. But I would have liked to see him go over there with the Greek Freak and played with him a little more. Uh, or I... even Houston, like, give James Harden somebody else. Yeah, give him a big man. Because did you see the interview with Kobe Bryant and Tracy McGrady where he was talking about um, James Harden will never win a championship with the sheen they've got going right now? I did not see that. So they were, they were basically talking about how... Kobe is the only one to be able to do what Harden's done and still win a championship with it. Um, not as much, you know, bringing it down the court and just shooting it so much, but you fifty know, times a game. Being the guy who has to take most of the shots and has to score all these points just to win you ball games. Um, they said he did it once and then he tried to do it again and lost um, in the NBA Finals. Um, so Kobe was basically went on to say that they're going to have to do something different as far as how they run their offense. They're like, because it works in the, he was saying it works in the regular season. He's like, but it ain't going to work in the postseason. No, that's whenever the coaches really shut it down. They do a lot more, you know, aspect of watching tape and, and just, you know, watching, you got, you got a whole season of film on one team you're about to face. Yeah. It's a lot easier to play and scheme against that team to, you know, actually know how they're playing, to go to what Kobe Bryant is saying. Right. I don't know if you've ever seen, but Kobe Bryant had those little breakdowns and stuff. Loved them. Yeah, Loved them. So that's basically what he was doing. He's like, you're going to have to set up, he's like, if you're going to have to set up this kind of defense to stop what he's doing. He's like, and if I know that, he's like, you don't think postseason coaches are going to know that? He's a big man. He does need somebody over if, there as if, well. If the Rockets could get Anthony Davis, even at the end of the season, not even now, because they're still a good team. They're obviously very good. They went to the playoffs last year, could have went to the – NBA Finals could possibly very well turn it around and go this year. We don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I think yeah, they need a big man like Anthony. If they got him, James Harden would have to calm down his shooting for one. He needs to stop being a ball hawk. Guy shoots way too much in my opinion. That's why a lot of those games have been lost. 
Well, you, what you'd have to do with him is you'd have to, instead of ISO, you'd have to set up all your plays differently. Right, either first go through him on the block or go through James Harden. If he doesn't have it, then kick it down on the block to end his days. Yeah, you're going to have to double screen. Most, I think a double screen for James Harden, you let somebody bring the ball down, he double screens. That causes a man to rotate off Anthony Davis or give him space, and he, he can either shoot or dump it to Anthony, and he can get an inside basket. Right. It would be cash money all day if you could figure that out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought he'd be great in Houston. Um, there were some other teams that are just utterly terrible that there was trade talks of it, and he obviously wants to win a championship. So I think some of the other ones are a little – Far-fetched and just Fugazi, yeah. well, it's just because you can't just take one guy, and we've seen this with the Pelicans, him playing for the Pelicans. You can't just have him there at the Pelicans and expect to win a championship all by himself. You even know how good he is as a big man. Yeah, you don't have to bring in like superstars, but you definitely need he somebody. somebody you know? And he had nobody. So uh, to me, if you're gonna bitch about not having anybody to play with, LeBron James, look at Anthony Davis and his career. He hasn't had nobody. So yeah, him going to a big team like the Houston Rockets or I uh, just had one. Uh, obviously, he's not going to go to the Bucks unless they got some crazy deal to go. That would, that would, I think, put the Bucks at the top tier one right there because they're right there. They're just right there at tier one, tier two. Yeah. And they just need one more guy because Giannis can't do it all, man, and he is. So if the trade deadline ends today, um, what's the future hold for Anthony Davis currently? He has to wait till the end of the year, I would presume, right? Uh, he would, and, and he said, if I can't get traded by the deadline, so I'm glad you asked that, He he's requested an absurd five-year, $240 million deal from the Pelicans. He says if they won't trade him, that's what he's wanting. Damn. Yeah, that would be the richest player in any sport, in, in any history of professional sports. That, really? is, that is unreal. Yeah. Well, besides five years, two hundred fifty. Because what did Alex get? He got Seven. ten years. Oh, ten years, two fifty. Yeah. So that's that's way more than anybody ever, and that's insane. That's forty-eight million dollars a year, bro. Forty-eight million a fucking Dude, year. Dude, Alex Rodriguez was getting paid like forty-five hundred dollars in a bat. bat. Yeah, even to, no matter what he did. Yeah, he could have watched all three strikes. That, this is right even more. Play. That's yeah. even more though. This is five less years and one less million dollars. That's crazy. Forty-eight million dollars a year is fucking insane for a basketball player. I would understand if you're not ever going to get anybody around him at the Pelicans and he's asking for this amount of money, but it's I, it's just not going to happen. Because who's to say, like, okay, let's say hypothetically he does get that amount of money and then goes, I still don't want to play for the Pelicans, but they're paying me. I'm injured. Right, and, but that's what I like about basketball is you have to have a certain amount of games played and done this and that to get a lot of your contract because oh, really? okay. they're smarter about it than the NFL. NFL just guarantees money here and there and just throws it out everywhere. Yeah. But he also uh, prefers to play for the Clippers as well. Clippers, yeah, I knew it was. I knew he was. But there's nobody at both there. LA teams, yeah. There's nobody. I mean, it's just well, a, there's it, money. That's what I was gonna say. It's, it's the market there. So it'd be a bigger market. He'll make more money off of endorsements. Could you imagine if he went to the Oklahoma City Thunder, helped out Paul George yeah. and Ru Russell Westbrook there? Oh my gosh, that would be, be a ma monster three. Oklahoma City don't got that kind of. Money. No, they know that's the problem. So and besides, uh, I believe Oklahoma City is still their number three. And that, that's a tough Nuggets and Warriors team. Well, that's what I'm saying. You give Anthony past. Davis there and that? I don't even think the Thunder have the capabilities to beat the Rockets. No. And the Rockets are number five. Now, that will be a good matchup if it ever does come down to that in the playoffs. That would be a tremendous matchup. But I, mean, I think the Rockets will take for it. For the first time I've seen in a long while, you have the Trailblazers at 32-21 and 21, sitting in fourth. Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Joseph Nuckett, Seth Curry, 
Alex Forca, Yaminu, Myers Leonard, Zach Collins, Evan Turner, Maurice Hackless. Um, a bunch of these people are just... So a bunch of guys and Damian Lillard down there in, in the Blazers, and he's balling it up. Because he did get... I think he got snubbed in the All-Star game was one of the things I was reading. Damian Lillard did, yes. Yeah, and that was a big yeah. deal because he's been balling and scoring like 28 points a game. Yeah, he wasn't very happy with it. And, um, and they're winning right now, so wouldn't you be unhappy? Yeah. The Blazers, I, the Blazers never win. Four, the yeah. Blazers never freaking win anything. I, I think if I was that organization, I would have gotten him traded mid-season because look your season's already gone the pelicans aren't that good they're not going to make the playoffs and if they do they're certainly not going to make a run out of the first round because they never do yeah unless it's just some garbage team they get to play if i'm them i sit back and i and i look at before the trade line man all these awesome deals i take the biggest one and i just i take it and i run away with it. i try to get a couple good players back out of this court of course too and some first rounders of course yeah but I want some two good players back, and I want two first rounders, and I would have let him go right then and there, hmm. because you're, he's not—he doesn't want to play for you. And, and if he does want to play for you, and nobody, and you won't trade him, he wants two hundred forty million dollars. Fuck that! I'll go out and pay four guys that amount of money and get four, you know, pretty good guys. Yeah. Not a not an outstanding guy like him. Be a playoff team. Right. Yeah. Be an sure. even better playoff team. So. Uh, but yeah, this is again, this is hang time. Uh, this is on the Heated Waves Network with your, from your Heated Waves podcast. Um, appreciate all the listens. Yep, yep. Mr. Bradstone, good to good to have you on. Yep, good to good to talk some basketball with you and uh, no arguments like that. Yeah, nice clean show. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty clean. We'll we'll see how we get when it comes down to playoff time. We'll right. probably be a little back and forth on that. My bucks and whoever <laughs> yeah, you're uh, repping out here. Uh, well, it's going to be a West Coast team, so absolutely. Let's just say that. Um, so yeah, again, I'm your boy T Ball. I'm Mr. Bradstone. Again, NBA hang, hang time, time on the uh, Heated Waves podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Leave us voicemails, and uh, we appreciate all the listens. Peace out. I have a question about Lonzo Ball. So, do you really think that he's just had a lack of true leadership to guide him to be? a great player in the NBA, because I know in college he was great, but I mean, I mean, a lot of us are bagging on him and, and talking shit about him, but I think it's all mental. I think he has ability, but he fucking wastes it, excuse my language, on just not even being present. I mean, I don't see him applying himself, and I'm not even a Lakers fan, and to me, the Lakers are garbage. They're just garbage. I, I don't even like LeBron James. I mean, he's just chasing rings or big paychecks, and it's showing that that shit don't work. you got to work well with the chemistry of the team that you're with. I mean, one player makes a difference, but a whole team is the one that wins. You know what I mean? Look, man, I've never been high on Lonzo Ball, even when he was in UCLA. I thought he was a good player. I think he had one good year, and everybody kind of overhyped him. Now, lack of leadership, yeah, but he's only been in the NBA, what, like two years? So... I mean, the Lakers didn't really have any true leader. Now they got LeBron. LeBron's not a true leader in my eyes. I think he's kind of doing his own thing now where he's trying to stack a bunch of money and make a, you know, win a bunch of rings. But he's just not going to do it in L.A. without another big-name guy. And uh, They kind of missed out on the AD trade. Maybe they can go in the offseason and, and pick him up. But uh, LeBron James, eh, he, I don't think he's the leader Lonzo Ball needs. I think it also has to do with a coach as well. You need a real good coach for that kid. And I don't think Luke Walton is. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of my opinion on that. Um, take it how it is. I'm just, I, I'm just, I don't like Lonzo Ball. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he'll ever be a great player either.